This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. It's important that we understand what our nature is and what God's nature is. Amen? I mean, in theological terms, there's a word that that's used called the federal head. Everybody say the federal head. It's the originator. It's the original. It's the, it's the original truth. It's the original installment. It's, 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 it, it, it's the federal head. It's, it's where everything comes from. The original. All truth is based on the federal head. God is the federal head of creation. All truth is based on God. All morality is based on God. He's the federal head. Come on, amen. Everybody in this room, I don't care what language you speak, what color your skin is, where you're from, what nation you're from, where you grew up, I don't care, any, whatever it is about you that is different from everybody else, you are a descendant of Adam. We are all descendants of Adam. Adam was the federal head of mankind. Hmm? Come on, amen. Nobody got here that didn't come through Adam. If you're here today and you didn't come through Adam, we need to see some ID. Okay? Everybody came through the federal head, Adam. God created Adam and he became the federal head or the originator of all mankind. And now here's the issue. When you build a prototype or you build a master copy of anything, whatever is true of the master copy, whatever is true of the prototype, will be true in every other piece that is made after it. Whatever starts in the federal head is passed down to every descendant. Amen? For example, when we make a copy of this message, we take the original message, Michael cleans it up, he puts it in a DVD tower, a CD tower, and he'll burn ten copies. They'll all, if there's a glitch on the original copy, there'll be a glitch on every other copy. If I say something that's out of whack on the original and Michael doesn't edit it out, it'll be on all the other CDs. They'll be made in exactly the same way it is when Michael sticks it in the machine. And whatever is on the master will end up on the copy. Now watch this. The Bible teaches that we are in Adam. I am the seed of man. Now hold on, because women don't carry seed. We all know that. Women provide a womb for the seed. Right? We all agree with that, right? Men carry seed. That's why this whole story is very important, because Eve was deceived. She was deceived by the servant. Adam was not deceived. Come on, say that with me. Adam was not deceived. Amen? Eve was taken advantage of by the enemy, and Eve was manipulated, but Adam wasn't deceived. Adam knew exactly what he was doing, so he didn't stumble into failure. He willfully disobeyed God and rebelled against God, what God told him to do. There's a difference. Eve was deceived. Adam was disobedient. 
Hmm? Come on, somebody. So as the federal head or the originator of all mankind, at that moment, the master copy, the original Adam became defective. So then from every person coming from the seed of Adam, coming from that master copy, would have the same defects in them. You're defective. Boy, that just goes against every self-help thing you've ever read, doesn't it? But if you come from Adam, you're defective. Some of y'all sitting next to somebody this morning and go, I know that's right. Hmm? Oh, Jesus. How many know in Adam we learned to hide in shame? That was in Adam. In Adam, I learned how to be afraid. I learned what fear was. In Adam, I learned how to become self-conscious. I learned how to be selfish. I learned how to become aware of myself. Hmm? Remember when God came to Adam after the fall and God said to him, Adam, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding from me, Adam? And Adam said, well, I heard you coming and I was afraid. I was afraid. And God said, what were you afraid of? He said, I was afraid of you. Now think about that for a moment. Just let that sink in. What were you afraid of? I was afraid of you, God. Can you imagine God saying to Adam, Adam, who taught you to be afraid of me? Where did you learn how to be afraid of me? There ain't nobody in the garden but me, you, Eve, and the serpent. Where did you learn how to be afraid of me? Come on, talk to me, somebody. How did you pick that up? Why did Adam become self-conscious? Because the day that he rebelled against God, he became no longer aware of God. He became aware of himself. He shifted from a God-awareness to a self-awareness. And that thing runs rapid in us today. Hmm? We're always looking out for number one. Even when we want to be givers, even when we want to lay our life down for other people, we struggle with this thing for self-preservation, don't we? Hmm? Come on, somebody. Amen? He became aware of himself, so he went and he hid. He became aware of his shame, and he tried to cover up his nakedness with some fig leaves. Hmm? Hmm. Think about this. He lived in the garden with God. For all we know, it could have been five million years before they ever ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I've heard people teach, well, maybe it happened the first week. We don't know that. He had to have time to name all the animals. That took a while. I mean, I imagine he was kind of confused when it came to things like the platypus. That took a while. I mean, you just don't come up with that name. Hmm? For all we know, he was walking around in the garden with God, fellowshipping with God for five million years before the fall of man. We actually don't have recorded time until after the fall of man. We know God created the heaven and the earth in seven days, but after the seven days, Adam could have been a million years old before time actually started. I mean, you know, in Adam, we learned how to play hide and go seek. Huh? We learn how to do things and live wrong and be selfish and hold our hands up in church and go, praise the Lord. God is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then not act that way on Tuesday and Wednesday. Hmm? They see you in Walmart. Somebody say, hey, sister so-and-so. Oh, how you doing? Praise the Lord. They just got through chewing out the checkout lady. Over 13 cents. 
Hmm? I ain't making this stuff up. This happens. Adam taught us to hide from God. He, he taught us to be self-conscious. He taught us to have the eye syndrome. I don't speak good. I don't look right. I'm too skinny. I'm too fat. I ain't got enough hair. I got too much hair. I, don't, I can't do it right. I can't talk. I'm white. I'm black. I'm brown. I'm human. That's what Adam taught us. Come on. That's nothing more than just being self-conscious, isn't it? I'm just aware of all the stuff about me. Adam taught us that. We were never self-aware until Adam taught us that. That was in Adam. What's the thing God said to him? How many know in that day, day, everybody in the garden got a prophecy? God was prophesying over everybody that day. Everybody got a prophecy. He began with the devil, who at the time was apparently walking around the garden. He wasn't slithering on his belly. And he said to him, he said, you're going to now crawl on your belly and eat the dust of the earth all the days of your life. How many know that's, that, that, that's pretty significant? And how many know God didn't just send him out to go on his belly and eat dirt? How many know snakes don't eat dirt? Serpents don't eat dirt. That really wasn't what God was saying. Amen? That wasn't what he was saying to him. He said, you're going to, you're going to slither on your belly. You're going to be brought low so that something can be brought over your head. You're going to be less than what I created you to be. And he said, you're going to eat dust. I mean, what was Adam made of? What do you do when you go to the graveside? You know, we say ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Why? Because you come from the dirt and you're going back to dirt. Come on, isn't that right? Come on, scientists today have already proved that if they, if they just cook you down into your raw elements and minerals, you're worth about $5.15. You're just a bag of dirt walking around with a soul in it. Hmm? Just some good dirt, good fertilizer. Ooh, that's a funny way to think about yourself, ain't it? Hmm? I don't care if you're wearing a $10,000 Rolex or a $1,000 suit. You just dirt your physical body. It came from the dirt, amen? So what's he saying? He's saying, Satan, the only thing you'll ever be able to do against the people that I create is feed on the flesh part of their lives. You'll work on their flesh. Lust of the flesh, the pride of life. Come on, amen? Lust of the eyes. I mean, where are we weak at? In the flesh. Where are we tempted at? In the flesh. That's where we have to contend with the devil at. In the flesh. Somebody say it's in the flesh. Hmm? And he said, so every place that they operate in the flesh, you'll have the ability to eat on them and chew on them and manipulate them and use them and lie to them and deceive them. But if they ever learn that they don't got to live in the flesh, that they can live by my spirit, they don't have to be controlled by what you do anymore, devil. They can be controlled by the power and the will of God in their life, and you will have no authority over their flesh. Come on, that's the good news. And he prophesied over the woman. He said, now your desire shall be for your husband. You're going to have pain in childbirth. You're going to live learning to serve and serving other people, starting with your own husband. You're going to be a helpmate. You ain't going to be in charge. You're going to serve your husband. That's what's going to happen to you, woman. And he said to the man, and from that day forward, everything you do is going to be by the hard work, by, your, by the sweat of your brow. In other words, everything you do, you're going to have to earn it, and it ain't going to be easy. You're going to struggle for it. It's going to be tough on you. Hmm? Whew. And he said, if you live in the natural, then guess what? The earth is going to learn how to resist you. 
The ground's going to resist you. Amen? How many of you know that, that, that there were no thistles in the garden until sin came? There was no weeds in the garden until sin came. There was no sickness in the garden until sin came. There was no disease until sin came. There was no death until sin came. There was no infirmity until sin came. Adam would have lived forever had it not been for sin. Hmm? But God, who was rich in mercy because after Adam sinned, said, get out of the garden. He said, why did God kick him out of the garden? That was so terrible. Why would he kick Adam and Eve out of the beautiful garden that he made for them? Because how many know, if he allowed Adam to eat again from the tree of life with sin in him, man would have been tuned to an eternity of sin. Out of his mercy, he kicked him out of the garden. Hmm? Oh, Jesus. Help us, Jesus. Out of his mercy, God didn't want you to live in a fallen state forever. Hmm? Adam's kids came to him and they said, Daddy, why don't we live in a big house anymore? Why don't we live in the garden anymore? Adam said, Sons, we used to have a big house. We used to have a nice garden, but your mama doesn't eat us out of house and home. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody all right? Hmm? Hello, Bob Tarbus again. We will get back to today's message with Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about some exciting ways that you can support the Revealing Truth radio show. As many of you know, there are substantial costs to producing, editing, and airing a broadcast program. So in an effort to offset some of these costs, we are looking for radio partners that have a desire to see this program continue every day at 11.30 a.m. Our goal is to raise the monthly support needed to keep this message on the air. Maybe you can commit to $5 per month, maybe $20, or even $100 per month. You may just want to make a one-time gift for any amount, or you may want to have underwriting spots on the program. I ask that you pray and seek the Lord for what you can do. If you hear the call from the Lord to partner with us, Please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Again, please contact Beverly Young at 772-461-8555. Thank you so much for whatever you can do to keep us on the air. And now, let's get back to this timely message with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Everybody say this with me. I was in Adam. I'm a copy of what the original was. So I mean, no matter what I do in my life, I can't try to do any better. I am limited by what I am. Hmm? I can't try to do better. No, no, no. Y'all missed that. You are limited by what you are. You cannot become something that you aren't. Come on, Amen. You can't try to get better. Now, Dr. Phil might tell you you can get a little bit better by working on yourself, but that's not true. You fall under Adam. And under Adam, you ain't getting no better. You're in a fallen state. That's just how it is. Amen? You, can take, you can't take fallen humanity and make it into a redeemed humanity by trying to do better. It's impossible. Amen? And that also means that everybody that's on the planet is already damaged goods. You were born damaged goods. You were born into sin. Amen? So when Adam fell into sin, when he fell into rebellion, hell came into him. 
Hell was birthed in his life. I mean, hell's not just about fire and brimstone. But I mean, hell's about separation from God. It's about being separate from God. Anytime you're separate from God, you're living in hell. Isn't that right? That's what death is. Death literally means, by definition, a separation. I'm separated from hope. I'm separated from possibilities. I'm separated from potential. I'm separated from the promise of God. I'm separated from God. That's death. Hmm? When we die, what happens? They put you in the, in, in the casket and bury you. What happens? You're separated from your family. You're separated from the place that you lived. You're separated from the planet. You ain't here no more. Amen? But guess what? You don't quit existing. You just quit living in that capacity. You move on into eternity. Amen? So he said, Adam, because of your rebellion, now death has entered by one man's disobedience. One man's disobedience, we all became sinners. We all became alive with hell living in us. Hmm? Which means we all have hell to pay. Come on, we ain't got to the good news part of this message yet. I'm telling you about the problem right now. One guy said this one time, he said, when I was little, my daddy tried to beat the hell out of me. Then I went to school and they tried to educate the hell out of me. Then I went to jail and they tried to incarcerate the hell out of me. Then I went to rehab, and they tried to rehab the hell out of me. Come on, somebody. Then I went to church, and they tried to scare the hell out of me. Finally, I came to Jesus. And guess what? I met Jesus, and he loved the hell out of me. Ooh, Jesus. Watch this. He said, watch this. This is Adam, and this is us. I am a sinner by nature. Kind of like a 12-step thing, you know. I am a sinner by nature. So what do I need then? If I am a sinner by nature, what do I need? I need a new nature. Ding, 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 ding. You want a million dollars. You need a new nature. Guess what? Somebody has provided a new nature for you. <laughs> and it didn't cost you anything. <laughs> oh, geez, I'm about to shout all by myself. I mean, it's people that sin, they're doing their nature. Woo! They sin by nature. Say, so I can't believe all those people do all those terrible things. They live in all that terrible sin. What? What do you mean you can't believe it? They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're sinning. They're sinners. If you're a sinner, your nature is to sin. <laughs> they're not doing anything wrong or anything weird. They're doing what comes natural. They just need a new nature. Hmm? Come on, amen. If I'm a sinner, it's not weird for me to sneak around in my life. That's natural. I'd be a sinner. Amen? I'm living up to my identity of what it means to be a sinner. If I'm a sinner, I don't have no problem sticking an extra $10 in my pocket out of the register when I work the register. I don't have any conviction of what it means to be honest or loyal or truthful. Amen? If I'm a sinner, I don't have any problem telling a lie about you. If I'm a sinner, I don't have any problem trying to get the pressure off me and put it on you and lie and manipulate. Come on, that's what sinners do. That's what I do. I'm a sinner. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? Amen? It's the nature of being a sinner. If I'm walking around a neighborhood and a cat walks out in the street and I'm out there just doing my little, trying to drop a few pounds. Go this way around the block. Go this way around the block. Cat runs out in front of me. I just keep white on walking. You know why? Because the cat is not going to eat me. 
That's not the nature of the cat. Now, if I'm walking around a block in South Florida, and a 12-foot alligator climbs up out of a canal, and I don't know much about that stuff, I just know that they like to eat meat, I stop walking. And I turn around, and I go this way. Why? Because I know that the nature of the alligator is to eat me. That's his nature. I certainly don't go over there like some of these people on Discovery Channel and put my hand in their mouth. That's not natural. They try to make it look cool, but it's not natural. Because how I many know it's the nature of the alligator to eat you? Mm. Oh, Jesus. Mm. So listen, when I'm in Adam, I know what my nature is. I don't get upset over people who act like they're supposed to act when they're in Adam. They're sinners being sinner. What confuses me is when I hang out with people that are supposed to be in Christ and they act like Adam. That's a problem for me. Because then I don't understand their nature. There's a different voice coming out of their head than what they look like. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say, I got to have a new nature. Somebody shout it. I got to have a new nature. Number three, I have to embrace my new nature. So that I've positioned myself for this thing, I have to embrace it. See, this is the one of the biggest problems in the churches. We like the idea of being saved. We just don't want to embrace it because it requires too much from us. It's free. I didn't have to pay for it, but I do got to pay a price. Hmm? And for me to be willing to embrace it, then I've got to let some things go in my life. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. Pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772 461 8555. That number again is 772 461 8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on the Revealing Truth. Women's Fellowship meets the first Saturday of every month for a wonderful time of fellowship, prayer, worship, and sharing. This interdenominational meeting is attended by ladies representing 30 different churches. Come join us for a wonderful breakfast every first Saturday of the month at 9 a.m. 
in the Truth Church Cafe located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Again, located at 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. Please call ahead and RSVP at 772-464-7012. And that number again is 772-464-7012. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org. Robert Cook, pastor of Joy Faith Christian Center, encouraging you to join me each weekday morning, Monday through Fridays at 7 a.m. here on WCNO 89.9 FM for the Positive Change broadcast. 